This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1102 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Stable Scoop radio show. Ellie O'Brien joins show host Glenn the Geek to talk about the first steps in establishing a relationship with a new horse. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Kentucky Performance Products. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out, swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. All right, so let's do this. What we're going to do over the next uh, couple of months is, as your training tip, we're kind of going to follow your progress and you're going to talk to us about what you're doing along the way uh, to bring this horse along from really probably halter broke to uh, to riding. Now you've had him, you've been working with him for about two weeks. So give us kind of the game plan you had for the first couple of weeks and where you're at. Yeah, sure thing. So um, I sort of wanted to, I, I love with when I'm working with my own horses because I just kind of, I really just sort of let go of any plans that I have and I just work with them and at their own pace and whether that be fast or slow or, um, you know, just wherever I need to fit in. So the big thing to start with is I wanted to, you have to have this perfect balance of gaining their trust but also, um, I guess being assertive, especially being a stallion, I didn't want to for a minute to let him think that he needed to be the leader in the situation. Um, so I spent a lot of time with him just out in the pasture, just working up, working him around myself, like as if, you know, I was another horse. So putting pressure towards the hindquarters, getting him moving away, drawing him, him in towards me. Um, then we've been working in the round pen with some getting him hooking on, doing the join up, moving again, moving the hindquarters away, the shoulders away, getting him to back up, really getting a feel for me and getting connected with him. And like I said, he's been very easy because he likes to find a way to not have to do a lot. So um, a big thing for us is we've got a, another stallion on the property. So on one side of him, he had a stallion and some geldings. And then on the other side, he had mares and foals. So <laughs> getting his attention on me has been one of my big priorities because I don't want that to go through later into, you know, when I'm riding him or taking him out. He has to be 100% focused on me the whole time. So anytime he loses focus off me and starts calling out or looking around, I put him to work straight away. 
and (laughs) it didn't take him long to figure out that being back by me and having his head on the ground between my legs um, was a good place to be. So yesterday I think was our sixth time in the round pen and we didn't have any calling out, we didn't have any looking around, so that was really neat to see, you know, those little puzzle pieces coming together. So when you <clears throat> so to get to that point, what did you do? What kind of training did you do with them so far? So I really love starting off with using the round pen and um, basically driving him around me. So I, I like to teach them cues for walk, trot, and canter, getting them to change direction, coming, turning in. It's very important to have them turn in towards you as well instead of out to the outside because if they turn to the outside it's kind of like a flea response they're turning that hindquarter into you and they're getting out of there but if I can draw him into me so that his head faces me as he turns and changes direction then I know he's being um he's being responsive rather than reactive so at the start he he wanted to turn to the outside because he could see all the other horses on the outside and um, you know, just worry as well. So doing that is a great way to start off that foundation to keep his attention on me. So what would you say, what, keeping his attention has been the biggest uh, obstacle for you this first couple of weeks? Yeah, it has, just because of, you know, that, that drive as a stallion. Um, they tend to always want to know what's going on around them so that they can keep everything in check. Um but, I mean, we've got the other stallion that we have on the property. He's a 14-year-old, and he's had superb training. Um, so he's like, a, he's like a little lamb. He walks around with his head on the ground and doesn't take notice of anything else. And, you know, that's what you want in a stallion, to, so that when you take them out, they are safe. And um, because, you know, in the wrong hands, things can get out of hand. How do you know when you're going pushing them too far, you know, in a session, in any given session? Yeah. How do you know when you're pushing them too far? What's your indications that, okay, I need to back off of this. We're, we're starting to have an issue here. Um, yes. How do you know? What's the key, what are the cues that you look for? Um, ten, like, especially with this breed as well, they'll tend to shut down on you if you're asking too much and um, not not giving enough either. Um, so if I notice that my horse is starting to shut down, then I've probably just taken it that step too far and asked too much. So in that instance, and we all make that mistake, we all ask too much, you know, like the old saying of, you know, finish while the going's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's so true. You do want to finish when it's going good because you're – you're keeping them feeling really good about what they're doing. You're feeling good about what you're doing. But say if I did get to that point and I found him shutting down, then I would just keep on going a little bit more because I can't leave him in that place because then I'm just teaching him to shut down. So I would keep on keep on going, get a positive response I was in just gonna whatever say direction, what... whatever I was working on, and then finish there. Okay, yeah, I was going to say what, we te- what I tend to do is, uh, you know, when I'm working with the driving ponies, if they get to the point where they're doing that, then I'll have them do something they know how to do, and, and yes. we end on a success. We back up a step uh, and end on a success rather than what you said. You're right. You can't let them think that, oh, I can do this all the time, and we're just done. 
Um, That's right. Yeah. Yep. Because I mean, and horses don't know, they don't know right from wrong. They only know that where we give them a release and pressure is how they, you know, how they got out of it sort of thing. Right. Exactly. Now, did I see you actually on his back? I did. Yeah. We went yeah. out um, two days ago and I had been doing the fence exercise. So where I sit up on top of the fence and get him to come in beside, which is great for getting teaching them to come up to the mounting block or a fence to be able to get on. But it's also just aids in getting them used to seeing you up above them and up behind them on their back sort of thing. And um, he was, he had no problems with that at all. So I just started putting some pressure down on his back and we ended up um, sliding down and sitting on there for a few moments. And um, he was just, he was so kind and relaxed and not bothered by anything, which was really great. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's always a fun first step. It is. It yeah. is very fun. So, but before we take it much further than that, um, you know, there are things that I like to have things 110% on the ground before I'll get to putting a saddle on and taking him and putting that first ride on him. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.